I'm not having it anymore. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. It ain't my day. It ain't my month. It ain't my year. It ain't my lifetime. All right. So I'm just, I'm not having it anymore. I have nothing left to give. Nothing left. All right. I'm the opposite of something because something's got to give and I have nothing to give. But the show must go on, right? As they say. So uh, until you announce that you're officially taking a break. So let me announce that after this, I am officially taking a break think weesh but um until then yeah let's just run through some fucking shit that went on this week on jeff lewis wahoo um well actually first of all i'm shocked that jeff didn't report on this article but throat cancer throat cancer that's what's up first uh yeah it involves two of jeff's favorite things and that is awful deaths and oral sex oral sex so it turns out the more oral sex you give the more chance you're going to fucking die of throat cancer. Whoop-de-doo, Basil. So it's like, literally, can we ruin the world anymore? Like, what the fuck is left? What fun What fun do we have left in this world if we can't even give a quick blowy in the back of the cab without, you know, worrying about dying? It's too much. It's too much. So I will say that I read that article yesterday morning and then I was doing stuff and driving home and I was at a stoplight right next to a homeless person and (laughs) it's not funny. It's funny because of the situations I put myself in. First of all, I didn't have any money to get, I didn't, I don't have any like cash on me, so don't rob me. And, um, also I had nothing to, I, I literally have nothing left to give. I told you guys in the very beginning, I need to find something cause I got nothing. Uh, yeah. So tell me why I'm cracking up as I'm standing next to, or not standing. I'm neck, I'm driving next to this homeless person, but I'm parked in a warm car. And unfortunately he was shivering on the corner and it was awful. I've, I know I fed him before I've, I've done, I've, you know, uh, Actually, it's crazy. I went to a bakery near where his favorite corner is and I got a croissant. I might have told this before and they wouldn't warm it up. They were like, we don't warm up our croissants and the ba- I can't touch the grill that the other foods cooked on. And I was like, what the fuck? It's for a fucking homeless dude. Like, you want me to feed him a cold croissant? That's rather cold of you guys. And she was like, I don't care. And I was like, clearly, you little fucking monster. Everyone's a fucking monster nowadays. Um, yeah. So anyways, I read the oral sex article way earlier in the morning and then randomly as I'm waiting for this stoplight to change so that I can zoom off from feeling the awful feeling that you have when one of your brothers or sisters of this world are in dire needs and you're just like, la la la, singing along to Apples by Sheena Shea. A-P-P-P-L-E-S, how you like them? He's like, I don't, I can't even eat apples. He doesn't have that many strong teeth left. Oh my God. All right. So bless the prayers to the homeless guy. Anyways, I just thought in the car, like all of a sudden I thought of all of these, (laughs) this is awful. 
all of these people in my life, it's not like a huge number, but a few people who have gotten throat cancer, adults that I know, and they were always like, we, we never knew them to be a smoker. They've never even smoked one day in their life and all this stuff. And then cut to this article being revealed. And it's <laughs> now it's just crazy because I know who the real fucking freaks in the family are. Raise your hand if you had throat cancer. Raise it. Keep your hand up if you've never smoked before. All right. Give me your tips for the oral sex, bitch, because I know you've been at it. So yeah, that's just, and then that's what I'm thinking of as I'm at this stoplight and I just burst out laughing at the thought. And cause I'm like, oh my God, I did not know uncle Jerry was that fucking kinky, but now things are making sense. And, uh, yeah, that I think the guy next to the homeless man was like, or is, isn't that like not correct? Um, person without housing. I don't know. Again, cut to, I'm taking a fucking break. All right. So don't at me because I don't give a fuck. Um, on the Monday episode of Jeff Lewis Live, and yeah, the recaps for October 30th to November 3rd. Great. Actually, November 2nd. Wow, I am really on top of things right now. Call me Megan Weaver. Come and pet my beaver. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Monday, Dr. Dana, Dr. Dana, Dr. Dan and Dolphin Fausfers. Dr. Dan and Felser, Hauser, Feltzer, Seltzer Water, and Mercedes Javid, 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 Javid. Uh, I finally got a prediction right. Woohoo. Uh, the Hollywood House Lift producer that Jeff fired was Jen Green. That's awful. I feel bad. I'm, I, I, I just don't understand why people waste opportunities. And I also don't understand why people give opportunities to those who would waste it when you have somebody who's been sitting here doing uh, all the work and like people show you who they are and they show you that they can work. And then you're just like, ah, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather pay triple for people who I've never seen produce the full like she came in and saved season one but she didn't fully produce it from the beginning so you didn't even know she could fully produce a full season. whatever who cares um all i really thought from that is wow i guess green is the new black list green is the new black list so jen green is the newest black listed from jeff's world Let's see who's up next. Um, then Mercedes says, if someone gives me an opportunity, I'm so motivated to keep doing a good job because you want to keep elevating each other. Keep dazzling each other. Dazzling? Keep dazzling each other? I've never once said anybody. I've never once had anybody say to me or I say to them, we dazzle each other. I'm so glad that you dazzle me. It's so nice to see them dazzle you. What the fuck? Where did we learn this lingo? Whoever tried to teach you that in the trader's house, I bet it's British people. Dazzling, dazzling, dazzling. There must be a British, or she's not on traders. What is she on? Okay. Oh yeah, no, she is. I'm thinking of villains. I just watched some of Jax Taylor on Juicy Scoop. It was interesting. Um. Okay, so... Jeff was like, oh my God, I can't believe Jen Green would take advantage. And I guess Jen was caught saying, oh, they could never do this show without me. Um, Spoiler alert to everybody out there. Every single person in this motherfucking world. The show will go on without 
any of you. The show will always go on. The show must go on and the show will go on, okay? Always and forever. Anybody who thinks that they, like, I have been in that position and I've seen other people in that position where you're like doing so much that you're like, oh my God, the team would never be able to last without me. And then you go away or that person goes away. And guess what? Everyone's just fucking fine. They figure it the fuck out, okay? Even when I said the world goes on, like even if everybody in the entire world, the world disappeared, the world would still go on without us. And the world spins madly on, okay? So... Everybody get the fuck over yourself. And if somebody gives you an opportunity, don't fucking waste it. I'm annoyed at you, for you, with you, all of the above. All right, moving on to Tuesday's show. We had Ryan Bailey. I clearly need some more Baileys in my cup. And Zach Noe Towers. Build me a tower so I can knock it down. I'm in such an evil mood this week. Like, I was at a bakery and with my friend and... The guy was like cutting all these fresh loaves and they were so fresh right out of the oven. And I just stared at it and I was like, I want to punch that loaf so bad. And I said it just like that, like pretty in a low tone. And he heard me and he whipped around and just burst out laughing. He's like, no one's ever said that. And I was like, well, that's because you've never met someone like me, bitch. All right. Uh, No, but truly. And like, at least who wouldn't want to punch a loaf? It's so soft and it just looks so punchable. Yeah. I got anger issues, but at least I'm not trying to punch babies. All right. Did I think of that? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. All right, so on Jeff Lewis, they're trying to think of a movie horror plot, how the chumps and Jeff all get killed. They keep on saying Doug is the killer and then eventually Doug's mom or Jeff is the killer. What the fuck? How did everybody slide through this entire week and not one person landed in Shane's DMs? No, seriously, how did nobody pick Shane as the killer? It's the most obvious thing to me. Shane is the most loyal assistant ever. Or is he? Is he? Is he? I don't know, because he was over there trying to get on TV shows for dating shows. Was that just for clout? Because it's really he's dating his roommate. I don't know. Brogan, all the Ogans, um, Hulk Hogan. So it's just, I Shane would be the perfect killer. He's so sweet and unsuspecting. And what's best is that you pretend that he protects Jeff the whole time and keeps Jeff safe throughout the entire thing until the very end. And then Shane's like, and guess what, bitch? Here's for not giving me your fucking channel to produce. And I'll be sitting there watching like, woo! <laughs> it's in What About Bob when <laughs> Dr. Leo Marvin's house is burning down and the old people that wanted the house and... <laughs> Dr. Leo Marvin swooped in and stole it out from under them. Bastard. Um, And then like the house is burning and they're out on the water in the canoe like, Ooh, the house is burning. Karma finally for everybody. All right. So then um, Jameson couldn't stop coming up with Jeff's death scenarios. And I was just like, why aren't they playing the song 50 ways to die by train? Listen to it right now. It's like the perfect soundtrack for what they were talking about. The best part of all of this is that Jeff was talking about BravoCon and he was like, I don't want to mess up my spray tan before BravoCon, but because he said con was on the mind, what he really ended up saying was, I don't want to mess up my spray tan, my spray tan before BravoCon. And it was, 
And I was like, okay, Jaffe. You say Shanae, Jaffe. I don't want to mess up my spray tan. My tan. My tan can't get fucked up. So then they talk about Chucky Scar. Scar. Uh, Jeff might refrain from offending an entire community with his Halloween costume this year. He's taking one year off from offending people. Um, Because I guess if you wear fake scars, it's offensive to the scar community. Again, the world, we're all, it's, I'm, tag me out for a moment, coach. Um, So Shane asks, how can a doll even get scars? I was like, what the fuck, bro? Did you, you, you never have one Barbie in your house? I was just absolutely chopped to smithereens. Like my favorite thing was to stab Barbies with scissors. So, and then cut into her and see what she was made of on the inside. (laughs) I've never been an outside bitch. I'm always like, (laughs) I want to get right into the internal shit. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Hilarious. Okay. So Amazon is putting up billboards of Jeff everywhere. And so we have to go over the three dick down rule, which is basically once three dicks are in Jeff's mouth, the billboard gets pulled down. Um, I haven't said this in a while, but I've talked about it many times in the beginning episodes. Cause now I'm on 125 motherfuckers. And I genuinely fucking love you guys. I love you. Um, but yeah, so why aren't drawing vaginas a thing? Why is it three dick downs? Why can't it be three vag, a three puss pat, a three puss pat? I don't know. A three puss pat down. Um, yeah, we, we need to get more comfortable with drawing vaginas. Okay. So equality for all go watch Barbie. Now, Jeff wants to replace Stu with Sam. I don't even know who the fuck Sam is. I forget. Or he's, re- oh, he was a tree guy. Cause of, he wants to replace Sam with a tree. I don't know. His thing is just like dating guys with names that start with S and are three letters. Next, he's going to date somebody named Sex. Six. Socks. Sucks. Stow. Sty. Sly. Sly Stallone. Jeff's gonna date Sly next. Watch the fuck out, Stu. I'm also guessing that Jeff and Stu officially broke up because there were some passive-aggressive comments made. Maybe I missed the official announcement, but I'm sure I didn't. I'm sure it was just the PA ones. Pass-aggress. All right, moving on to the hollow. This whole episode is (laughs) passive-aggressive. Who am I to talk? No one. Um, and I'm going to stop talking for a while after this. Okay. The hollow teeny event. So they played a music game during that and it was scary songs, but there was some emo guitar song that they played and Todd Lewis, Jeff's brother. He's like, you know who this is, Jeff, you know who this is. And I swear, I thought that it was the guy that Jeff dated when they were on a break. Like, the naked cowboy guy, you know, that he did, or like the guy who played shirtless and like Instagram live streamed himself while him and Jeff cross streamed. And he was like playing guitar and singing. Wasn't his name was like Zach or like Brett or like something. It was something like Fabio ish, you know, something like, yeah, a fuck boy name. Um, yeah, but then it ended up not. And so I was, I was like, that makes sense that it'd be a scary song. Cause it's like a guy from Jeff's past who, I mean, even if he did break up with Stu, I can't see, I don't think someone who insta live streams. All right, let's just all stop streaming for a while. 
Um, but so then also during the Hollow Teeny event, Jeff asked Jameson how many live audience members there were. And Jameson's like, oh, I don't know, like 40 to 50. What what the fuck? What the what do you mean you don't know? What do you mean you don't know? Like, never mind being the producer and not knowing the exact number of guests in the room. But the fact that he's the fire marshal on top of it? What the fuck? This is like a safety thing. I'm just, I don't see how a producer doesn't know how many people they invited and how many guests are sitting in the room just for like record keeping sake, you know, like we had 46 guests that episode, whatever. But also you're the fire marshal. What's the capacity in that room? How do you know if you're under or over capacity if you don't count number? Like, what are you people do? I'm just finding everything unacceptable lately. So I'm over it all. Then Todd told the story about Alanis Morissette being naked. And in it, he was like, yeah, she was covering her private parts. And hearing Todd refer to Alanis Morissette's genitals, her Jenny Tilly's, Jennifer Tilly's as private parts was the most disturbing thing to come out of that Halloween episode. It was the most disturbing thing to happen all month, honestly. Like, I... Actually, Jeff, today, he talked about, like, being flaccid, his penis being flaccid. That was also extremely, like, vomit-inducing, but very much so to hear Todd Lewis say, Alanis Morrison's private part. Like, oh my... Ugh, ew! A kid has private parts. Like, Alanis Morissette is like a mythical goddess. She, they're not... I just... No. All right. Moving on to more mythical goddesses. On Wednesday's episode, we had Jackie Schimmel and Heather McMahon. Heather, I am so sorry that you have to meet me like this. Uh, trust me, for the past 124 episodes, I'm usually not like this. But um, I really tried to find some last-minute fucks to give, and I couldn't. I tried to Amazon Prime some last night. My fucks were supposed to arrive between the window of 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. this morning, and the truck got rerouted. So my fucks never arrived. So I have nothing left to give, all right? I don't know if you've heard the memo, but no fucks left to give. So Heather was married, or she is married to jeff daniels what the fuck that's my boyfriend no my boy oh, that was a Freudian slip my favorite ex-boyfriend he drove jeff daniels once when you work in montana in this little village that i worked we all worked with celebrities all the time and so it nothing's a big deal but like that was my mom's favorite part about my job like anytime I'd come home she'd be like guess what Amy got to work with him and I'd be like mom that's so embarrassing nobody gives a fuck and they didn't they don't um but yeah so my ex drove Jeff Daniels around and he was literally so fucking excited actually now that I look that's the guy from Dumb and Dumber nope that it's I'm not thinking of Jeff Daniels who was the guy from um the Jeff from Big Lebowski. I wish that I drove Jeff, Jeff Daniels around. Jeff Bridges. Yep, that's the one. All right, so then I guess I really don't have any notes about Jackie and Heather. Great uh, Netflix special, Heather. You fucking killed it, girl. Love ya. Not in the fucking mood for anything right now, but I fucking love you. All right, so Thursday, we had Elizabeth Roman, Joey Zauzig, and then we had Shane Douglas, um, Brogan's boyfriend, not officially, um, the entire week as well so we start by talking about liz's hair we got a live review from chaz dean oh no wait that was just his voice double joey zauzig i swear they're the same fucking person so jeff met some potential breeders breeders or 
people who breed horses. I don't know. They invited him to the Breeders' Cup, though, and Jameson played that moan sound bite, like, ah! <laughs> That's how I cheer myself up, by <laughs> making a <laughs> my own moan sound bite, and it's sounding like a fucking chicken that just got its head caught off. I'm like, Rawr! it's like a baby dinosaur. <laughs> um, I don't want to moan again. What was, I don't know. Alyssa, how did you do it? It's like, oh, I hate doing it. I don't want to do it ever, ever again. All right, so... Anyways, when Jameson played it today, Jeff was like, what the fuck? Why did you just play that? And Jameson was like, because uh, uh, it's uh, uh, the Breeders' Cup. Uh, uh, breeder, get it? Uh. And Jeff was like, um, no, I mean, I do, but whatever. I don't like it. So anyways, at the Breeders' Cup, and I was like, play it again, Jameson. Play it the fuck again. Just to get him going, get him riled up, just like I feel right now. Um. And Jameson did play it a few minutes later, but like I wanted immediately, like I want, Jeff was annoyed that Jay and I wanted him to immediately play it again. <laughs> play it again. Play it again. Oh no, I'm not the one. 3LW. You do or you don't. Do when are they going on tour? No more, baby. I'm a do right. All right. So Jeff says he's a fool. And Liz and Joey were like, you're not a fool. Um, yeah, you are, Jeff. You you are a fucking fool. I'm a fool. She's a fool. She's a fool. We're all fools. Hey. Um, then they're doing a chump horror movie, like we mentioned. They want opinions on who's gonna get killed off and in what order. How about all of them? All at once. All at once. Just kill them all the fuck off and then let's just watch waves roll in the ocean and calming music plays, cause that would be more entertaining. No, I'm kidding. There, It's going to be a great movie. It's going to be, uh, I'm sure, everything they do is so great. So somebody called in. Um, they tried to get BravoCon tickets, and they couldn't. And they were like, I'm mad core jealous that you guys are going to be there. And I was like, mad core? No. <laughs> as, if, as if I wasn't already on the fucking edge. That just pushed me right the fuck over. So... I'm Madcore annoyed that Madcore is now going to be afraid. Like, that can't be a new phrase. On Heather McDonald's um, Juicy Scoop today, sometimes I, I talk about these shows and you're like, Amy, do you just sit there and watch everything? No, I literally watch five minutes and then forget to ever <laughs> I, like, forget that I didn't watch the rest of it. Um, So, yeah, with today, Sarah Colonna and Chris Frangiola. Colonna and Frangiola sound very similar. Crayola, Crayola. Okay, so um, they were saying that eight is now a phrase that the youngins use. Like, oh, she ate it, and that means she like looks amazing. Even though, like, I, if you ate it, that means that you like fell and made a fool of yourself. Because again, we're all fucking fools. And I just don't. I if if they're like she madcore ate it, like I don't want to be part of that world. I'm gonna go where the people aren't. <laughs> Send me down with the mermaids. <laughs> um, okay, I also did want to say, because Sarah Colonna, if you watch Married at First Sight, then I love you because you're my kind of peeps. The UK version is fucking crazy. Sarah Colonna and um, Mary, I was going to say Mary Lambert, but I don't really know. She doesn't advertise her last name as well as Sarah Colonna does. And so... Um, so I'm trying to Google it as fast as Mary Redzinski. 
how the fuck would I ever know that? She does not advertise that. I would remember, and I wouldn't, but I would know. That sounds like Brad Goretzky, Rodzinski, Skidamarinky, Dinky Think, Skidamarinky, Poo. I hate Jeff. No, I'm kidding. I just hate everything in life, um, except every you guys and my cats. Um, okay, Sarah and Mary. If you guys don't already recap, um, because you know we love a recap podcast. Am I right, people? <laughs> I swear I'll be in better spirits one day. But um, yeah. So they should really recap the UK version of this season. It's wild. It's wild. I love a swap. I love when they swap. They, they get crazy in the UK. Um, we're so like polite and buttoned up over here in America, America. And so they have the best podcast about it though. And all I was also going to say is on married at first sight this season of the U S version, two of the people, they have the same exact like horoscope sign, astrology sign, and also like moon rising and moon setting and all of that. And I'm just saying, how the fuck is there not a dating show that is all about being matched based off of astrology we all love astrology we all love that shit especially talk about the younger generations they would eat that shit right up they'd mad core eat, eat is it eat it or ate it i don't i'm i'm eating it right now i'm sure but no so just being matched and it doesn't you don't have to have the same a, like sign as your partner but like compatible and down to the moon rising and down to your exact birth hour and all the charts and everything and matching people based off that let's see if that fucking works because a lot of other shit doesn't i don't know what the fuck else does these days so yeah why not fucking throw an astrology dating show in the ringer and i claim it now is my idea so i'm ready to sue because again that's one thing I will give a fuck about is somebody taking my ideas and running with them because that's all they fucking do. They see me, they lace up their shoes, and they run with it. And I'm like, bitch, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? How about you build your own fucking road next time, all right? This is my fucking path. Let me run on it. Go find your own fucking path, bitch. All right, so um, I hope that you guys all have the best lives ever, and I'll be back soon. And I hope if you're going to BravoCon, you got your spray ton, and have the best time. All right, love you guys. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash, say, splash, say.